Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. This is CBS Sports Radio, and you are locked in to the JR Sport Brief Show. I am coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a home, a new one, or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. I'm here with super producer and host Dave Shepard. I'm glad to be here with you. Everybody listening all over North America. My friends on the free Odyssey app, people tuned in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, Sirius XM Channel 158, and anyone locked in on a smart speaker. Over the next four hours, we're going to talk about this Thursday night football game. Right now, Cincinnati leads the Dolphins at home 14-12. to Tua Tonga-Valoa. Man, Josh Tupo got a hold of that man in the backfield, got him by the waist, and basically slammed him down like a rag doll. Tua Tonga-Valoa has been taken to the local hospital uh, over out in Cincinnati. They're saying it is a head and a neck injury, and I don't need to be a doctor to go ahead and tell you that. This man is concussed. And he basically suffered whiplash. But let's wait for the official announcement. The Dolphins pretty much shared that information that he suffered a head and neck injury. He was put on a gurney. He was carted off the field and he was taken to the hospital. Oh, yeah, by the way, this is the same Tua Tonga-Valoa who, against the Buffalo Bills, was pretty much uh, caught a case of the whiplash as well. And stumbled back into the the huddle and they let him play the nfl players association already took the position of we need to investigate how and why he was allowed back into the game and whether or not he realistically cleared every single protocol and so teddy bridgewater is in for the miami dolphins right before halftime he helped lead them on about a 70 yard drive helping them score a touchdown We know Teddy Bridgewater is more than a serviceable quarterback, formerly a starter. And uh, the conversation around this game, regardless of who wins or loses, is going to be about Tua Tonga-Valoa and whether or not he should have even been allowed in this game. And so obviously we'll keep you up to date on the game. Uh, I don't expect 
some massive uh, revelation about Tua Tonga-Valoa over the next four hours while I'm here with you. But we'll keep you up to date on all of it. What else we got planned for you over the next four hours? In a few minutes, we're going to talk about Aaron Judge, the comments made by Roger Maris Jr., pretty much eviscerating just every, every cheater in Major League Baseball. Well, primarily the ones who have hit all the home runs, like Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa. I'll share with that. I'll share that with you momentarily. Speaking of eviscerating anyone, LaShawn McCoy, he had a field day on Kyler Murray, basically called him a high school quarterback. Not too nice. Not nice at all. Someone who needs to be eviscerated at this point is Brett Favre. I mean, every week there's a new set of news that just pretty much makes him look like a complete crook. We'll talk about Brett Favre next hour. Miles Garrett, we know that he suffered that car accident earlier this week. Come to find out that this man was speeding. Rory McIlroy is talking about the the fractures in golf. So we got a lot to do. Thursday Night Football, we'll keep you up to date. We'll get into Brett Favre. I do want to start off momentarily with Aaron Judge. Before I do anything, though, super producer and host Dave Shepard, how you feeling, man? You good? I've been better, JR. I appreciate you asking, man. How about you? You've been better. What? Why? What happened? You okay? It's just family stuff, man. But I, I appreciate you asking, man. I'm, not, I'm never, never going to lie to you on your show, so. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. If I need to beat somebody up, I, I'll do it or I know someone. Oh Shut no, up. no, I would not ask you to do that. But thank you, though. Okay, I, I know people how to beat people up with no problem. But anyway, we're gonna be here with Shep for the next four hours and. And help them out the best way that we can. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also get a hold of me. I am at JR Sport Brief on all social media. Last night, right here on air, right before I came on air, Aaron Judge hit his 61st home run, tying Roger Maris most home runs all time in the American League at 61. The New York Yankees have seven games left. Aaron Judge has an opportunity to hit more home runs. But for right now, he's tied with the American League lead. Because this is one of the most iconic broadcasters in baseball, let's take a listen to what that home run sounded like last night on the Yankees radio network. Listen to John Sterling. And the payoff. There goes the deep left, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Number 61, he ties Roger Maris for the American League single season record with 61 home runs. It's a two-run judgey blast. Here comes the judge. A two-run blast, and the Yankees take a 5-3 lead on number 61 for Judge. And the entire Yankee team is out on the field. They are hugging him one by one. Patty Judge is standing behind the Yankee dugout. She got a big smile on her face. And the Yankee team outside the dugout, everyone hugging him. Garrett Cole now hugging him. Aaron Boone, one of the first people out there. A beautiful, beautiful moment for this guy. Look, 
even Garrett Cole, who I guess you could call the New York Yankees ace, they're paying him like $136 million a year. Garrett Cole always looks like he just he, like he has to go to the doctor's office. Like he, he always looks unpleasant unless like uh, he's celebrating an Aaron Judge home run. In that case, he's smiling like a Cheshire cat. After the game, Aaron Judge, he talked about the significance of that home run on the Yankees radio network. This is pretty special. You know, you never, you know, start the year thinking about breaking records or tying records or getting a chance to do this. But, you know, just what this team's done all year, you know, it's been an incredible season, incredible season to be a part of. And, um, uh, <laughs> Susan, I'm kind of lost for words. Yes, he should be. Yeah, you don't think about breaking records to start the season, but we know heading into a contract year, he was going out there just to, to play his ass off. And that is... He absolutely did. Aaron Boone has been watching this man for years, managing him for years. Aaron Boone said, this record couldn't happen to a better dude. The fact that he's the face of your team and your best player um, and the fact that he is completely about others on the team, it, it just makes me proud to have been, you know, been his skipper for the last five years now yeah you won't hear anyone anyone say a bad word about Aaron Judge I've yet to hear anyone say a bad word about this guy not in the media not a fan Shep have you heard anything negative about this guy ever no not even from Jose Canseco yeah and Jose Canseco is ready to throw everybody under the bus I'm sure Jose Canseco will climb out from whatever dingy, dirty rock he's been under for the past several months, but uh, I'm sure he'll pop up momentarily just to bury everyone. But Aaron Judge comes across as classy, comes across as polite. Well, it doesn't come across. He is polite. He engages with the fans at the stadium. He's just he's cool as a cucumber, man. He's just cool as hell. And so if you've been watching this home run chase, Aaron Judge, his mom, his dad, they've been at every game over the past couple of weeks. Roger Maris's family, his kids, they've been to every game. Everyone has been waiting for this man to tie Roger Maris and now ultimately over the next seven games to break the record. The New York Yankees have an off day before they're back in action tomorrow. And so last night in Toronto, in Canada, where the record was broken, Aaron Judge, his mom, and Roger Maris Jr., his son, was in attendance. They sat right next to each other. When the record was broken, Roger Maris Jr. gave uh, Patty Judge a hug, congratulated her on what her son was able to go out there, what he was able to do, what he was able to accomplish. And then the Yankees, ultimately, they won another baseball game. They beat the Jays 8-3. to Aaron Judge contributing that two-run home run that landed in the Jays' bullpen. I know the fan who missed the ball was very sad, but this ain't about him. And so after the game, you want to know what's normal? To hear from Aaron Judge, we, we just did. To hear from the manager, Aaron Boone, we just did. You want to know what's not usual? Hearing from a quote-unquote civilian, 
when you break records, when you have history, yeah, it, it allows you to open things up just a little bit. And so Roger Maris Jr., he sat in front of the media and he made a statement. He had a little bit of a press conference to, to talk about what he thinks about Aaron Judge tying his dad. And we know this is still a high possibility, probability, that he breaks his dad's record. And Roger Maris Jr., he didn't just talk about Aaron Judge. He talked about some uh, other guys that he didn't have to name. Take a listen. I think it means a lot, and it's not just for me. I think it means a lot for a lot of people, you know, that uh, he's clean, he's a Yankee, he plays the game the right way, and, uh, you know, I think it gives people a chance to look at somebody who, uh, you know, should be revered for hitting 62 home runs and not just as a, a guy who did it in the American League. He should be revered for, you know, being the actual single-season home run champ. I mean, that's really who he is if he hits 62, and uh, and I think that's what needs to happen. I think baseball needs to look at the records, and I think baseball should do something. Wow. You, you, you can't be any clearer than what he just said. You really can't. The first word that he described, Aaron Judge, he said clean. That was the first word. He said he's clean. And then he said he was a Yankee, which is – we know there's value to that. The Yankees are all built on tradition. But he said he's clean. Then he said if he passes my dad and hits 62 plus, then he should be the all-time home run king. And then he went further and said Major League Baseball needs to look at the records of Barry Bonds, who holds the record, 73 home runs. Mark McGuire, who has 70 and 65. And Sammy Soso, three separate seasons, 66, 64, and 63. These guys cheated. It was a steroid era. And, oh, yeah, we can all go through all the talking points. Uh, baseball knew that these guys were cheating. Baseball it was a bunch of enablers. and Oh, yeah, it wasn't tested for in this range until 2003. We can all go through the talking points. But they cheated. What is the next talking point going to be? Well, steroids didn't, didn't help them hit the ball. Well, it sure as hell kept them out there, didn't it? It allowed them to recover. It allowed them to play. It allowed them to increase strength. You can talk about the coordination and the skill that it takes to hit a baseball, which is a whole lot. They still got a little bit of a boost. Damn it, Barry Bonds was already one of the greatest baseball players that you've ever seen, and he decided to give himself a massive boost. Head got bigger. Feet got bigger. If you read some of the the reports, there's some other things that shrunk. And he hit 73 home runs. Aaron Judge, the man who might hit 62 home runs or 62 plus. Aaron Judge grew up in the Bay Area. Aaron Judge grew up right outside of San Francisco. He was asked about Barry Bonds just uh, a few times over the past couple weeks. And Aaron Judge said, listen, I stayed up late and watched this man play. Every one of those home runs he hit, he hit. Aaron Judge says, yeah, it's his record. 
Well, sure, Aaron Judge said it. That's Aaron Judge. It's his opinion. And it's not just his opinion. It's factual. Yeah, Barry Bonds did hit 73 home runs. Aaron Judge didn't make a statement about how he did it, how he was able to do there or get there, what assistance that he got. And so Aaron Judge's statement about Barry Bonds being the record holder, yeah, it tells half the story because the guy cheated. And so we're going to hear this a lot over the next several weeks. Roger Maris Jr. said it in the most plainest of ways. Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and Sosa were cheaters. And if Aaron Judge breaks my dad's record, if he breaks the tie, then Aaron Judge should be considered the new home run king. And I agree with Roger Maris Jr. For the circumstances, for what it is, I got to go with the guy who didn't need the boost. I want to go with the guy who didn't need the help. There's a reason why whether you participate in track and field or whether you're running around on a bicycle like Lance Armstrong, there's a reason why once they find out that you have cheated, they strip you. They take the titles. They take the medals because you're sucking the honor out of sports. And, yeah, we know this. People cheat. People cheat in sports. People cheat in life. That's, that's not something that's ever going to stop. Ever, 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 ever. And I'm not saying, that, oh, my God, let's, let's put a, a magic eraser on Barry Bonds out of the record books. It happened, it happened. Everyone knows the circumstances. And the game of baseball, which is unfortunately a waning game, has to pay for it. It has to carry around that stigma. But that doesn't mean as individuals that you can't look at what Aaron Judge has done and say, him, that's the guy. That's the home run king right there if he breaks the tie with Roger Maris. That's what I'm going to say. And I'm well within my right to say so. And if you take the position of Barry Bonds is the home run king. You're well within your right to do that. You're just embracing a cheater into each his own. And until I hear otherwise about Aaron Judge, until I hear about Aaron Judge, all six foot seven, 280 of him, until I hear that, you know, he's rubbing on the cream and the clear, until he has a steroid calendar, until he's uh, in some Balco case, until he becomes a jerk, until he's a part of some type of FBI raid, until he tests positive, until I have a reason to believe that Aaron Judge cheated. I'm just waiting on him to hit number 62. And at that point, I'm going to consider him the home run king. And I'm going to look at somebody like Barry Bonds And I'm still going to say, well, that guy's just a big head cheating jerk. And the last word, a jerk, that's what he called himself. So don't beat me up too much. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of jerks, the rest of this hour, I'll leave the phone lines open. I want to talk to you about Live Golf. Could be a bunch of jerks. 
And then Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, we found out that this man was doing a little bit of speeding. Don't move. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Thursday night football. About eh, six minutes left in the third quarter. The Cincinnati Bengals still lead the Dolphins at home 14-12. to So we haven't seen a point scored here so far in the the second half of the game. And we know the big story took place in the second quarter. And that is just Tua Tonga-Valoa being driven or slammed, I should say, ragdolled. That's the appropriate word, ragdolled, into the grass by Josh Tupo. He he slammed. And now, unfortunately, Tua Tonga-Valoa was taken to the hospital. And I assume he'll be there for, I don't know, a day? I'm not a doctor. But I I'm, I think we all know this man, if you saw the play, he's been concussed and he's dealing with whiplash. I do not want to be this guy's neck. Uh, it has already been reported that he is suffering from a head and a neck injury. I mean, fill in the blanks here. I don't think anyone is uh, in elementary school. I think we all know what the hell that means. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Right before we went to break, we talked about Aaron Judge hitting number 61. The comments made by Roger Marish Jr. Just throwing Barry Bonds and all the other cheaters under the bus and then backing it up. Saying that their records need to be looked into. That Aaron Judge should be considered the, the true home run king if he is to pass or break the tie uh, with his dad. Roger Maris, and I absolutely agree with him. And it's a controversial statement that will be replayed and told and tweeted about and, and discussed over the next week. That's just just the facts. We're going to go ahead and, and, and talk about that as well. Aaron Judge has seven more games to hit one more home run. Before he hit number 61 last night tying Roger Maris, he was basically on a a seven-game drought. He was getting walked at every opportunity, and boom, he got a fastball, line drive, home run to left field. And so a controversial statement, that will most certainly be talked about for a long time, especially as Aaron Judge continues on in his career. Something else controversial, this has been talked about for months now, and we're still going, even today. It's Live Golf. Why is Live Golf just back in the forefront? At this point, every week, it's some type of legal issue. You have a a particular player who's, you know, suing the PGA for not being able to participate because they're in Live Golf. Or you have a golfer, someone like Phil Mickelson, who says, please remove me from the, the antitrust 
lawsuit. You have other individuals who report on news that Live Golf might be getting a distribution agreement with Fox Sports. Yes, Live Golf, as of right now, is being streamed online. It doesn't have a full television distribution mechanism. And so when you think about Live Golf versus the PGA, man, this could be the USFL versus the NFL. This could be the ABA and the NBA. And typically, you only end up with one. One reigns supreme, and we know the PGA has been around. Live Golf is a new invention. How's this going to work in the long run? Nobody knows. I assume somebody's going to have to fold, and I don't expect it to be the PGA. I expect it to be Live Golf before it's all said and done. And to even think about or imagine that they could work together in any capacity, I think is ridiculously short-sighted. Someone who has been outspoken and upfront about the fracture between the PGA and Live Golf is Rory McIlroy. I know he'd be more interested in going out there and winning another major championship, but for the time being, instead of just coming in second place, he's pretty much leading the charge. We know he's not Tiger Woods, but Rory McIlroy, it seems that he speaks and talks about this more frequently than we've heard from from Tiger. And even in this regard, Rory McIlroy just spoke at the Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championship, and he said that this PGA versus live is not good for the game. It's not good for the sport. It's not good for the fans. But here we are. I mean, even back in the summertime, Rory was on Sky Sports, and he says that, yeah, this, this fractured nonsense of the game is, is not good. If it keeps going the way it's going, it's going to fracture the game. And it's, sorry, it's going to fracture the game more than it already is because this, you know, the professional world in golf has already been fractured. There's so many different tours, so many things to follow. And, you know, I've always been an advocate of trying to make it more cohesive and try to get people to work together more. Um, and this is, you know, ripping, ripping that apart. Um, I think no one would, you know, it's like if people want to spend money in the game and not regardless of where that money comes from, but, you know, I think if the Saudis are, are hell bent on, on spending money in golf, like let's try to get it spent in a way that benefits the wider ecosystem. I think that's where I would like to see it going. The wider ecosystem? So instead of just starting Live Golf, what, just throwing money towards the PGA to increase prize money or distribute? I guess there would be, but that wouldn't benefit them. Saudi government has been throwing events and, and paying people to put on events for years. I mean, they pay. This is not a, a, a sport. It's entertainment. They've been paying a WWE to come to Saudi Arabia. To, to hold shows for years now just to say, hey, guys, look at us. We're legitimate. We like sports. And, and yeah, we've heard the word sport washing now. It's a new word. So, yeah, let's let's have Roger Federer and, and Nadal and Djokovic. Let's have these guys play play tennis on the roof somewhere. I mean, they just they, they try to attract everybody just to say, hey, we're, we're legit. We're nice guys over here. But this is the reality of Live Golf. I don't expect it to disappear just over the next couple of years. 
But I wouldn't be shocked or surprised if after, I don't know, five to ten years, they just say, all right, we're pulling the plug. On to the next thing. What do they do? I'm sure they're already into F1. Maybe they want to start a basketball league. Maybe they look at the globalization of that and say, well, let's get down there. They're throwing their money into golf because they can, and they can continually burn through money. And so if you want to talk about a fracture, this isn't an ABA-NBA merger. This is not an NFL and AFL merger. This is not the USFL disappearing. I know the XFL is coming back, but this is not the failures of the XFL. I think Live Golf is going to be here for a few years. Is it a flash in the pan? Maybe, probably. People are going to watch it. It's an alternative. And hell, what do I know? Maybe it sticks around for a long time. Maybe the company is bought from the Saudis. Maybe people change their minds at that point. Because we know this. It's just an asset for the Saudi government to say, here we are. We do other things besides oil. Please do business with us. That's the purpose. And so Rory McIlroy, I get it. I understand it. There's going to come a point in time where everybody just needs to accept that live golf is here. It's not going anywhere. And I think just talking about it doesn't do anything. Not for the golfers to change things. What does Rory McIlroy expect for live to just disappear? Is he expecting a truce? They're going to sink or swim by themselves. Let them do it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of just doing it, Miles Garrett, he was doing a little bit more in his vehicle than we initially thought. We know that he was in a car accident. We have an, an additional reason as to why. He was in that accident. I'll tell you what happened on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Good to hear from you, man. I'm a big fan of your show. I love your work and I appreciate you. I'm a trucker, man. So I'll be all over the country and I uh, look forward to your show, man, at this time. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Well, I look forward to the fact that you look forward to my show. It makes me happy. It does. It really does. 855-212-4CBS. You just heard from Marco Belletti. A field goal has given the Miami Dolphins a lead over the Bengals. 15-14. to 14. They're now in the fourth quarter. Eh, a little more than a minute has gone by. The Bengals are trying to punch the ball in here on their own end zone. Let's see what the hell is going on here. Yeah, they're, they're trying, trying to take the lead. 
and we'll, we'll obviously keep you up to date. What, what are we looking at here? Third and third and goal. Hey, Shep, this has been a uh, – I mean, it stopped again. This has been – it's been a good game, all things considered. It's just always difficult to to watch a game. And we, we do it every week. We do it on Sunday and Monday and Thursday. Like when someone gets seriously hurt, it just – I guess we're all desensitized to it, right, I guess? Yeah, it's it's a little bit deflating, um, Jr. When you talk about a guy that was really having a career year, um, you know, and and the fact that you mentioned it, there was so much controversy, you know, in in his second game of the season. You talk about not getting a break, and then obviously the Bengals just going up. Yeah, I, I feel a little bit deflated watching this game right now, to be honest with you. Yeah, we we know the story, right? Between now and and well, let's be let's be honest here. We got one more full day of media coverage tomorrow, Friday. And so by the time we get to Monday, the situation with Tua, unless there's some, you know, massive change in his condition, this is going to be the story for the next, I don't know, 36 hours. And we're going to roll into the weekend. We're going to have college football on Saturday. We're going to have more NFL games for week four on Sunday. And everything going on with Tua It'll still be in the news, but it'll it'll be a little bit of a byline. And whether it's a, a concussion or a broken bone or, you know, one of these compound fractures where you just see where you see bone and legs and arms going the wrong direction, you just you kind of shake your head and go, oh, man, that's that's terrible. And they move on. There's nothing worse than you watch a football game. And, and I guess we really are desensitized. Like, how many times do you sit down and watch a game? And it's like, boom, this guy is is motionless on the field. They got to bring out the stretcher. and They got to put the guy in the ambulance. And then you got to hope that whoever it is is is, is moving. They, they told us. They went out of their way to tell us tonight that Tua Tonga Valoa, that he was moving his extremities. And it's just like, well, thanks. The last time I saw him move his extremities – he was he had no control over his hands. Like this guy was out, knocked clear the hell out. And so yes, Teddy Bridgewater is doing a good job and the Bengals still look like they're on a Super Bowl hangover. They look like the Bengals prior to last year. And but Tua is is at the forefront of, of tonight. And we'll keep you updated as this game continues on. Uh, we will definitely keep you updated on, on Tua Tonga-Valoa and his condition. And I know that's that's going to be a sticking point, especially knowing that he appeared to be concussed a couple of days ago against the Buffalo Bills. And the Miami Dolphins said, nah, it was just just a back injury. He's okay. Just a back injury. That's why he got up and and he wobbled. It wasn't the fact that his head hit the turf. It was... It was his back. Yeah. And on the injury report, it was to a, it was his back. And it was also his ankle. Not a damn thing to do with his head. We know the NFL is a violent game. It's a dangerous game. I ain't playing it. I'll sit down and watch. But tonight, you know, it's, it's one of those instances where it just really, really becomes uncomfortable. 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4CBS. 
Speaking of uncomfortable, we learned earlier this week, and car accidents, they happen. Trucks, vehicles on four wheels. You could be walking on the street and unfortunately suffer or or be a a participant in a a vehicle accident, an accident with a vehicle. It it happens. That's why we we want people to pay attention. It's why things and devices are hands-free. It's 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 why we try to limit distractions when we're driving. And so we learned and heard early this week that Miles Garrett, this man, he swerved. It was initially said that he tried to avoid an animal and then he went tumbling into a ditch and then this Porsche overturned and overturned and that he is now pretty much recovering from a shoulder strain, a bicep strain. And then when he spoke to the paramedic who came to help him after the accident, he was saying his hand was busted up. And so we have no idea whether or not Miles Garrett is going to participate in the Browns' next game. The Browns, they got the Falcons coming up on Sunday. Is it necessary for Miles Garrett to go out there and slam around Marcus Mariota for them to get a victory? Probably not. And, I mean, anyone who's been in a a car accident. And sure, this is a different human being. He's 6'4". He's 272. This man is built like a tank. But he's still a human being. Bones break. God bless him. He ain't got no broken bones. Flesh rips. He, he's still a human. And man, I could think about the car accidents that I've been in and it's just like, well, man, I got neck pain, back pain. You you be hurting for weeks, sometimes months. You can have lingering injuries that just take you on forever. But he is an NFL player. He's used to being in multiple collisions every single week, multiple times. And so I assume that his body is a little bit more equipped than you or I to just go out there and unfortunately Uh, Take a blow. And so are they playing a game of, well, he might or may not play because this is a matter of gamesmanship? Or is Miles Garrett really going to be able to go out there and play against the Falcons? What what is he, a Superman? Is he the Terminator? We're going to find out. Jacoby Brissett, he talked about Miles Garrett. He talked about him after the accident. The main thing is that he's okay. Uh... And uh, obviously our thoughts are with him, and, and uh, yeah, just just want him to be be healthy, and, and yeah. Jacoby, you have a chance to talk to him yet? Yeah, I text him. Uh, he's doing fine, and uh, so, yeah, just glad he's okay. Uh, tough, tough, uh, scary situation, uh, but uh, glad he made it out safe. You know, Shep, who am I to say, hey, sit out again? But isn't this the type of situation, especially off the heels of what we've seen from Tua tonight, where everybody would be a little bit more cautious? I get it. Two separate injuries, two totally separate scenarios. What's the the rush for him to go play if he he was injured, if he was in a car accident? Take a day off, right? I'm with you um, 100%. But but you talk about, you know, a win-now mode. Uh, they're two and one. I don't think most people anticipated that with a Watson less Browns team at this point. Yeah, no, not at all. Right, and they, <laughs> and it should be three and zero. You and I both know that. Well, for the for the Browns, yeah, they yeah they got no reason, you know, going into overtime and missing field goals and all this other crap. 
this is a situation. The NFL is actually riddled with injuries right now. And this is nothing new. It's a violent game. It's a dangerous game. We're going to hear this forever. How about this? J.J. Watt is dealing with a calf injury. Dak Prescott is still recovering from his thumb. You know, speaking of the Atlanta Falcons getting ready to take on the Browns, Cordell Patterson, he's been dealing with a knee issue. Mac Jones is dealing with his high ankle sprain that that Bill Belichick has no desire to discuss. Zadarius Smith, uh, the Vikings out in London. We know about Jameis Winston and and his injury, or I guess his entire body is injured if you ask Jameis. His back is is killing him. A.J. Brown is, is not out, or he's not participating or practicing on Thursday due to personal reasons. And this is just par for the course. You play in the NFL, you're going to get hurt. You're going to be injured. You just don't want it to come at the hands of a car accident like Miles Garrett. As Marco Belletti shared, they said, and he was cited for this, he was going 65 miles per hour in a 45-mile-per-hour zone. And so we know it gets real out here, and it only takes one twist, one turn, one adjustment, and things can change. You know, Miles Garrett had a female companion in the vehicle with him, she sustained some injuries, but it says that, that she was released and she's okay. And he's just a six foot four, two hundred and seventy pound NFL quarterback terminator. And he'll be fine. But unless he is a million percent, sit him down. Let him rest. You know, a car accident where the car overturns and overturns and overturns. And then throwing him out onto the field on Sunday is just like overkill. Let him, let him rest. I get it. It's the NFL. These are men. These, is, these are the men's men. Can they live a, a decent life, though, at least? Does anybody care? Anybody care about Tua Tonga-Valoa? Or Miles Garrett? Or do we just want to give everybody Toro Dole shots? Yeah, go out there and mask the pain, earn your money, entertain the country and just go play another snap NFL is wild man that's why I I understand any parent who says my kid football they ain't playing I understand that it's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio speaking of morals oh my god Brett Favre did he ever have any this guy sounds like a crook I'll explain Next, when we come back here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 